The short forecast for all of New Zealand valid until midnight tonight for Northland, Auckland, Waikato, Coromandel and the Bay of Plenty will also include the central high country along with Gisborne and Hawke's Bay. Scattered showers with thunderstorms and downpours possible this afternoon and evening, clearing overnight, becoming fine for most of tomorrow but then a few showers for Northland, Auckland and Coromandel Peninsula tomorrow. For Waitomo to Kapiti Coast, uh, isolated showers, clearing to fine this afternoon or evening. For Wellington and the Wairarapa area, rain clearing this afternoon and then fine for you people tomorrow. Isn't that great? We've got fine weather here in Wellington tomorrow. Nelson in the South Island along with Marlborough and Canterbury, isolated showers clearing to fine in Canterbury this afternoon and elsewhere this evening. Scattered showers tomorrow afternoon inland. For Buller, Westland, Fiordland, Otago and Southland, fine weather apart from a few showers about Buller and the South Coast clearing tomorrow. Cloudy periods tomorrow in Dunedin and North Otago. And finally for the Chatham Islands, rain easing to a few showers this evening and then clearing for a time tomorrow. Now let's have a look at the world at one here with Grant Edwards. It's five past one. And uh, first of all, we'll look and see, we'll just have a check and see what happened on this day in history. I think I've got it here. Where are you? Day in history. Oh, it's disappeared. Oh, here we go. Day in history. Now we're looking at this, or we had the occupation of Bastion Point yesterday. That was... That was interesting. And uh, today, on this day, we have, um, well, the Godfrey Bowen. Godfrey Bowen, the world-famous shearer. He sets the world record on this day, 6th of January. Happy birthday, too, if you're having a birthday. In 1953, and um, at the Akers Station in Opiki, Manawatu, Godfrey Bowen set a new world record, shearing 456 full wool use in nine hours. Bowen helped establish sheep shearing as a legitimate sport and was one of the first people inducted into the New Zealand Sports Hall of Fame in 1990. In the years after the Second World War, Godfrey and his brother Ivan revolutionised the wool industry through their improved shearing methods. The Bowen technique, it was called, which added value to the national clip and helped lift the profile of shearing. After breaking the world record, Godfrey became chief shearing instructor for the New Zealand Wool Board. In 1954, he helped establish two university courses on the subject. In 1960, he was made an MBE for services to the sheep industry. Godfrey Bowen taught the Bowen technique in many countries around the world. In 1971, he and local farmer George Harford opened the Agrodome near Rotorua. This theme park, dedicated to New Zealand farm, was to set the benchmark for rural tourism in this country. So there we have it. That is Godfrey Bowen. Now we'll move across to the Otago Daily Times. An armed police raid a property in relation to the Christchurch death. Police investigating the death of a man whose body was found on a street in Christchurch have raided a property in the city this morning. And a teen tells a story of survival after addiction and underage prostitution. Sarah Campbell was 14 when she first tried methamphetamine. Uh, P, they call it. Within a year, her life was spiralling out of control uh, as she had dropped out of school and was addicted to drugs and selling her body to pay for them. And a mother who died in a house fire loved her community, according to her son. The woman who died in a house fire on Boxing Day was remembered by her son as a woman with a passion for helping others and for uh, helping her community. And standing with allies against the Red Sea attacks is important, according to Judith Collins. Minister of Defence Judith Collins says it was important to join in condemning the attacks on commercial shipping vessels in the Red Sea because New Zealand is so dependent on supply lines. And a woman dies in hospital five days after a crash. The woman who was critically injured in a crash in Hastings has died in hospital. Um, two people have been killed near Taupo. They died in a crash near Taupo and another person has been critically injured. A rescued trio used plastic bottles in the river to float. A group of people attempted to float down the Waikato River using nothing but empty bottles, plastic bottles, and a child's kickboard for flotation. Don't know why they do that. Long-range outlook suggests a warmer weather is on the way. Niwa's seasonal climate. I love that word climate. Let's just say weather. Niwa's seasonal weather outlook for the next three months shows the likelihood of higher than average temperatures for many areas. And further news, a Christchurch homicide victim, talented man with a heart of gold. The Christchurch man whose death is at the centre of a homicide inquiry has been described as an amazing and talented man with a heart of gold. I think that's that 30-year-old that's been living in the United Kingdom. Is that the one? No, it's someone else. This is uh, Detective Inspector Nicola Reeves. 
she said earlier that the police were called after the 38-year-old was found dead on Carisbrook Street near Porchester Street in Arunui at about half past two on Thursday morning. Bridgewater last posted on Facebook on Christmas Day. Now, who's Bridgewater? The man whose death at the centre of the homicide inquiry, that's the fellow, inquiry of Christchurch man, David Bridgewater, that's his name, and um, he said, I hope everyone has a Merry Christmas and a safe holiday, and remember, it's not what's under the tree, it's who's around it. I've lost a few people this year, probably we won't say why. We know why, don't we? We are are onto it. We know. We've been we've been having a look at the information from Steve Kirsch with um, Barry Young, the Minister of Health whistleblower. We know. Um, anyway, so he says a big shout out to all those struggling with the mental health. So he's obviously. Hmm, I wonder if it was a suicide. They're, they're, treating, they're treating it as a as a homicide, aren't they? So it says here the Herald understands. This is New Zealand Herald. So obviously the Otago Daily Times have taken this from the Herald. They understand no arrests have been made as of this afternoon, and police have received upwards of 20 pieces of information regarding the investigation to date. Inspector Reeves, that's Inspect, Chief, is it Chief? Detective Inspector, she said that she on Thursday the police wanted to hear about any sightings of this Toyota. The registration of, of that one is Lima Echo Quebec 895. That's L-E-Q-895. And she also asked for anyone with any other information to come forward. The car has a distinctive sunroof. I think that's... Is that the Toyota Camry? I think it is. Anyway, the vehicle of interest was within the police cordon, but Reeves said the police were uncertain who had been using it and wanted sightings from within the last day. She said, I would like to encourage anybody who thinks they have some information to come forward and let police know. She said, if you heard any unusual sounds on Kara's book this morning, what would it be this morning? Is this old news? wouldn't be this morning. Fifth, oh, yesterday. So that would be yesterday. So she says, yes, now I've lost my place. There we are. She says, if you've heard any, any unusual noises, um, uh, or if you have CCTV footage, we would be interested. She said residents on the street first alerted police to the incident after they heard an unusual noise. I think that was arguing. In a letter to nearby residents from Detective Sergeant Dion Murray, police asked people for any video footage between the hours of 12pm on January the 3rd and 3am on January the 4th. The letter also asked anyone who heard or saw anything at about half past one in the morning on January the 4th to contact police. Um, Detective Inspector Reeves said, I would also like to say and express my sympathies to to the deceased family and we would also like to express our thanks to the residents on the street. She said, we are continuing to make inquiries but also want to encourage anyone with any information whatsoever to get in contact with us. So that would be the best thing to do. And that story was first released by the New Zealand Herald. Other stories, a woman killed in a crash near Christchurch has been named. Uh, Police have released the name of the woman killed in the crash at uh, Primbleton South in Christchurch on Boxing Day. She was Rebecca Emily Rose Toms, who's 34. It's far too young, isn't it? Boast not thyself of tomorrow, for they'll know us not what a day may bring forth. You just don't know. You wake up in the morning, get in the car, and don't realise it could be your last, your last trip. Two people were taken to hospital with moderate injuries after the two-car crash, which occurred on Birch's Road at about 6pm on December the 26th. Police inquiries are ongoing with that story. And a mixed bag of weather, we know that, we had a look at that. And a new lobby group takes aim at supermarkets. The new Consumer Action Group is taking aim at the two supermarket giants and promising to lobby aggressively for lower grocery prices. And uh, sadly, that toddler, toddler was hit on the driveway, dies in hospital. Oh dear, must be so hard for the parents. This is Kai tire. And uh, so there we are, beefed up security halves of violence at the... Um, all right, she calls herself She Daisy. That's what she calls, and that's the passenger seat there with She Daisy. 17 minutes past one with Grant Edwards on the World at One. And I'm sorry, I became a little bit overcome. Uh, I just can't imagine what that family are going through after having their child run over on the driveway up in Kaitai. So our thoughts and prayers go to the family of that toddler. It's just um, terrible. And I know um, I was involved, not myself, but a friend of mine is a, the owner of a property 
and one of her best tenants, a lovely couple, um, he was off to work one morning and he ran over his little toddler and um, she was killed instantly. So it's um, absolutely terrible and it just wrecked their marriage, actually, I have to say. Okay, we'll go now. We'll move to um, Radio New Zealand and we're looking at uh, RNZ. You can find them at rnz.co.nz and uh, the New Zealand News there abandoned tents. They need to think more carefully about what they're leaving behind. <clears throat> behind, excuse me. The organisers of a music festival in the Kaipara district say that they're disappointed to see tents and camping gear abandoned after the event. This story's just come through, and it's the best summer ever. Visitors return to the holiday camps hit by Cyclone Gabrielle. Regions hit by the Cyclone Gabrielle last summer are getting a boost from holiday camps, recording strong visitor numbers. And a mother who died in Pukekohe house fire, loved by her community, says her son. We had that story over at the um, Otago Daily Times. Armed defender squad searched property on the streets where a man was found dead. The police and the armed defender squad are searching a property in Christchurch as part of the homicide investigation. I think that's the 38-year-old. And police anticipate congestion, urge safety as holidaymakers return home. Police are asking motorists to be cautious this weekend as many holidaymakers are set to be going home in time for return to work next week. And a US rapper cancels his New Zealand show for the ninth time a New Year. Same game for the ninth time. US rapper, the game has called off. The game has called off a performance for Kiwi fans. I wonder what game that is. Let's see. Who's the rapper? 44-year-old rapper, The Game. Oh, that's what he calls himself. <laughs> he was booked. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I've got to keep up with the play. He was booked to perform at the hip-hop. R&B's all right, but I'm talking about hip-hop. Festival Juicy Feasts, um, or Fests, I should say, second tour on in Wellington on Friday. Uh, and it's nine-year same game for the ninth time US rapper The Game has called off a performance for Kiwi fans. The 44-year-old rapper booked to perform at hip-hop and R&B festival Juicy Fest uh, second tour stop in Wellington Hut Park on Friday afternoon however festival organisers have confirmed he have confirmed to staff media that he will not make the show the game whose real name is uh, looks like Jason Taylor had already pulled out of the festival's first show in Christchurch on Wednesday due to passport problems. He's probably probably a druggie. They won't let him in. In a video message, the game said he'd been working for nine to ten months with US immigration to retri- receive, retrieve rather his passport. wonder why they took it. It's nobody's fault but mine. I've been grinding. I'm real, real close to having my passport in the next few days. The only real... Th- uh, th- what does he say? The only real thing that got in the way was this holiday weekend, he said. Uh, a post on the Juicy Fest Facebook page on Monday said the game was packed and ready for New Zealand. And yes, he has his visa, mm, but obviously not however, due to personal hold-up. He's probably stoned or something on drugs. and, and I don't know. What, what did they do? Um, ru- ruining their lives. Uh, his arrival may be delayed a day or two. And the worst-case scenario... He's going to miss Christchurch show, and if he does, he'll come back at the end of the festival tour to headline the show. There we are. In March 2023, the game pulled out of two shows in Auckland and Christchurch alongside Ice Cube and Cypress Hill a week prior to the performances, with concert organisers citing last-minute commitments. (laughs) Doesn't sound very hopeful, does it? There's been a gas leak, and it prompts an evacuation in Taranaki's Harua. Cordons are now, now being lifted in Taranaki in the town. Uh, after the gas leak. And two dead in a crash near Taupo. I think we mentioned that. We'll just have a quick look at that story. This is Radio New Zealand. Two people have died in a crash in Taupo this afternoon. And that would be yesterday, surely. Yes, it was. Yesterday afternoon. Okay, old news. So that looks like that's it. They're scratching the bottom of the story. The top stories for Radio New Zealand are abandoned festival tents. They need to think more carefully about what they're leaving behind. Infection with benefits. How playing host to hookworms could be good for you. That's the top story. Mm. I don't even know what hookworms are. I should know, shouldn't I? They don't look very nice under the microscope. Um, yeah, so you can read that story for yourself over at Radio New Zealand, and you'll find that at rnz.co.nz. It's 17 minutes past one, and we're just looking at um, more top stories. Supreme Court to rule if Trump can run for president. Oh, it's ridiculous. They're doing everything they can, aren't they, to stop him from becoming president. So obviously he's not a globalist, and the globalists are trying to stop him. I tell you what, it's woken a lot of us up, hasn't it? David Sol, Starsky and Hutch actor, he dies aged 80. Gosh, is that right? 
I used to like those guys. Starsky and Hutch, remember that with the red and white car? Don't know what sort of car it was, but we used to like it. My mate and I. <laughs> Best summer ever. Visitors return. Oh, yeah, we got that. Okay, so those are the top stories at Radio New Zealand. We'll move across to News Hub now and just give it a quick refresh and see what new stories they've got. A double tragedy for a family of a toddler hit by the family car in the driveway. Oh, dear. And another batch of Epstein documents have been unsealed. Mm. And weather. The country uh, where it's currently so cold, even boiling water thrown into the air is freezing. Oh, that would be that would be in Russia, wouldn't it? Finland. Yeah, Finland are having a, a real ice age at the moment. Foreign affairs. It's important, according to Jude Collins. Well, that story just disappeared on me. <laughs> I refreshed and it's gone. Now, what does she say? I'll see if I can find her. Here it is. It's important, she says, that New Zealand stands with its allies against the Red Sea pirates. That's what I call them. She didn't say that. Defence Minister Judith Collins says, Collins says, and Nadal in doubt for the Australian Open after injury scare in Brisbane. That's tennis. And US politics. Joe Biden unleashes US... Oh, he unleashes... The US president says, Trump will sacrifice our democracy. Yeah, but your idea of democracy, <laughs> Mr Biden, is not what we have in mind. Yours is majority rule, and majority rule is very dangerous without obeying the Constitution. So you're a bad man and uh, you shouldn't be where you are and you should be in prison with the rest of the, the nutcases. Okay, the trending stories. Two rich New Zealand brothers hope to change how Kiwis view farming and agriculture. Well, that could be an interesting story. So pop over to rnz.co, no, newshub rather, newshub.co.nz. That's newshub, H-U-B. And the biggest names of Epstein's unsealed court documents from Hollywood actors to King of Pops. Oh, I wonder if they release the names. Let's see. Let's have a look and see. The names of associates and acquaintances of convicted pedophile Jeffrey Epstein were released on Thursday in New Zealand time, with the US federal court unsealing hundreds of pages of documents from a lawsuit related to the financier. I'll just get rid of that video. According to the 2019 case against him, the convicted sex offender would pay young girls, some aged just 14, to give him massages... Uh, that would um, become increasingly sexual in nature. The girls were also paid to provide sexual services to him and his friends, as well as to recruit others into his network of victims. Epstein died in, of an apparent suicide in jail on August the 10th, 2019, before he could face trial on federal sex trafficking charges. He was 66. The documents stem from a 2005 civil suit brought by Virginia Gufre, who says she was only one of many young girls trafficked by Epstein and his partner, Ghislaine Maxwell. Maxwell was found guilty of sex trafficking in 2021 and is serving a 20-year sentence at a federal prison. Uh, Gouffre's defamation lawsuit against Maxwell settled in 2017. Most of the documents from the case were unsealed two years later, a day before Epstein died. Now, media outlets have now reviewed the latest documents to be unsealed, which include names previously redacted to protect the individual's privacy of Epstein's associates, accusers and others with links to a civil case brought by one of the victims. You'd think there'd be a confidentiality clause in there, wouldn't you? But obviously not. Uh, Most of the high-profile, either that or just overriding it, most of the high-profile, which they should, high-profile names uh, that because, what is it, most of the high-profile names that because public in the, became public in the documents were already known to have links to Epstein. For example, the former US President Donald Trump. Oh, yeah, but he... He just would have gone for a trip and thought, oh, this isn't me. And he's out of there. Bill Clinton, he would have made return trips. <laughs> British royal uh, Prince Andrew were expected to be named. And the documents, yeah, oh gosh. And the documents, Andrew was accused, in those documents, well, he was accused by a witness of groping her breast, yucky, and was previously accused of raping Gufri when she was a teenager. This is Andrew, Prince Andrew. However, her name, or the, sorry, the new names have also been unveiled including several very famous Hollywood stars alleged to have links to uh, Epstein. Well, of course they would. He's just a socialite, isn't he? Appearing in the unsealed documents does not mean the people named have been accused of or committed any wrongdoing. There you go. Uh, Celebrities including Bruce Willis, Cameron Diaz, Kate Blanchett, Kevin Spacey, Leonardo DiCaprio, Michael Jackson, Naomi... Well, Michael Jackson doesn't surprise me. Naomi Campbell and celebrated English physicist Stephen Hawking. 
Stephen Hawking in his wheelchair. He wouldn't be able to do much, would he? All are all mentioned in the records, but none have been accused of aiding Epstein in any capacity. In the unveiled 2016 deposition of Joanna, Sch- looks like Joburg, uh, it's Schoberg, it's probably just Joburg, I suppose, another victim of Epstein's who had already gone public with her story. She revealed the financier would boast about high-profile individuals he knew and was supposedly in communication with. In her testimony, uh, Joburg said Epstein would brag about phone calls with Hollywood actors, including Willis, uh, DiCapri- DiCaprio and Blanchett. However, the documents provided no evidence the actors knew him. Um... Maxwell's lawyer also asked if Joburg had met Diaz, who, which she, uh, which she, to which she replied no. Also named in the documents was famous magician David Copperfield. I always thought he was a bit weird anyway. Uh, she, she, in her depositions, she saw the illusionist at dinner with Epstein and he performed some magic tricks. <laughs> oh, that's really incriminating, isn't it? Oh, gosh, I don't know. Who knows? You believe any of this? I don't know. I'm, I've been le- I'm learning now. You don't believe any of it. 29, 28 minutes past one. This is The World at One with Grant Edwards, brought to you by the Liberty NZ podcast. If you haven't heard the podcast, pop over to podbean.co.com. Yes, podbean. It's uh, libertynz.podbean, I think it is. I think that is. Anyway, you'll find us at podbean.com. In fact, we're on them all. Had trouble, something happened to the podbean yesterday. People said they couldn't play it. But we're on Spotify. Um, we're on we're on them all, really. Uh, former President Trump was also named when asked if she had given Trump a massage. She said no. However, that mogul allegedly took multiple trips. Oh, he did take him on his trip on his jet. Probably looking at the jet to see if he could make some adjustments to his own jet. Uh, anyway, further documents were released on Friday New Zealand time, and more expected in the coming weeks. So there you have it. That is the lowdown on the. Um, yeah, on the uh, on the story from um, the the Epstein papers, and uh, we had that massive spider in Australia that was handed into an Aussie park. And what else have we got? Fans only fans. Star says abuse highlights double standards between men and women in pornography. Oh yeah. And Waikiki Island, a teen has allegedly found the Prime Minister's Waikiki holiday home during an early the early hours of New Year's Day. Probably alcohol involved in that. And a going, going, gone, going gangbusters. Collins, this is Judith Collins, I assume, she confirms government won't scrap Labour-introduced tax rebate despite Seymour's criticism. And in politics, Sir Trevor, Sir Trevor Mallard, oh, he's been knighted, could you believe that? Uh, a look back at his um, colourful and uh, nefarious career. And in transport, uh, the government is set to set up, she set up they've set, she, they have set up an expert advisory group on the inter-island ferry service future. That's, boy, I'll tell you what, we do have to pump some money into that. Uh, and then you've got Paddy Gower. He's got quite a few stories there, old Paddy. Um, cost of living from the cyclone coalition chaos. Oh, no, yet more. Parents warn about helping kids buy the first home. Well, that's because this silly woman, she didn't get a contract. You've got to still get a contract even with your own kids. Goodness gracious, they meet some someone else. And then the next thing you know, you've lost everything. So, no, always get a contract. Okay, so that's Radio New Zealand. We've done, um, done them. We've done News Hub, rather. And now we're looking at New Zealand Herald, the front page for the New Zealand Herald. I'll just give Stuff Media a quick refresh while we're looking at this and the family watch there's a there's a video here the family accidentally hooks a mako shark or a mako shark depending on how you want to pronounce it they are nasty even a little one fights like crazy they are wild those things absolutely wild my uncle who's fisherman at mahia uh, he had he said one of them bit the back of the transom <laughs> terrible terrible things and we've caught one i've caught one out in the tasman and uh, what they do is they'll they'll hook onto your trolling lines and we had about 11 trolley lines out the back after Albacore in the Tasman. I forget where we were. I think we were just sort of like Taranaki or somewhere off the coast of Taranaki. Between Taranaki and the Manukau Harbour, somewhere there. I can't remember now. It was a long time ago. In 2009, I think it was. Yeah, two, early 2009. And um, so we hooked this jolly thing. And then what they do is they roll. And they'll roll right across your lures. 
And, you know, each one of those lures back then, they're 50 bucks now, but they were $25 then, and that was a lot of money in 2009. And uh, so we had to drag the beggars in just to get your, to get your lures back. And uh, so what you do with those chaps, before you bring them on board, you've got to immobilize them. And the way to do that is you've got to cut them in three places right through their spinal cord, um, shoot them in the head with a 22. We had a, a semi-automatic 22 on, on board, and my job was to shoot the sods in the head. But that still didn't finish them off, and then you had to immobilize them because they could still bite you. And uh, so, and we've had other ones too, those blue sharks up on deck jumping around like wild dogs. And so the answer there is shoot them in the head before you bring them aboard. And then once they're, once they're um, immobilized by cutting through the spine, so you cut just behind the head and then down again through the middle of the spine, through the, you know, through the, the main fuselage, <laughs> and then down near the tail end of the fish and uh, cut the sod. And then they're okay. Then whip the fins off. <laughs> <laughs> Chuck them back in the water. We were not. Yeah, we did. Yeah, I, I can't say no more. I'd have to. Um, I'd have to shoot you. But we're it's highly legal now. I think they've got cameras on board the boats. But that's what we did back then in the old good old days. Um, because they're they're bastards. Though, those blue blue ones. This was up Three Kings, I think, where we got quite a lot of them up there. Because we were after tuna, after big tuna. They were thousands of dollars, and the jolly things they get on the long line. So we those other ones were off the coast on the, in the Tasman. They, they were they were we were trolling there. We were waiting for our backbone to arrive. A new thirty mile long backbone. That's what they call it, and that's what you hook hook your trace lines onto. And um, gosh, a couple of times there, I almost got the hook in my hand as we were, we, as we were um, shooting. I think they call it where you you, um, you shoot your line out. So thirty kilometer, uh, thirty miles, thirty miles. What's that? Fifty over fifty um, kilometers of line goes out the back of these surface longliners, and we've got to do it on dusk as well. That was one of the other jobs, and we had to dye the squid, dye them so that they were they were worried about the greenies are worried about these birds getting hooked up. That never did seem to bother them, but anyway, so we would we would shoot on um, dusk, and then but the trouble was these blue blue um, blue sharks, nasty, just well they weren't they weren't as bad as the Marco sharks that's for sure, but boy oh boy, uh, they are a pain in the bum. They just sit there like a dead weight. But you've got still when you get them up near the boat, you've got to shoot them in the head, bring them on board, as I said, and cut them into three, and uh, then whip the fins off. <laughs> We <laughs> don't waste not what not, and Parker misses out on the. We better go to sport. Shall we move away from another into a different type of sport now? Parker misses out on Joshua's next fight confirmed. Anthony uh, Anthony Joshua will fight the hard hitting ex MMA champion early next year, but he, I I thought he misses it. Anthony Joshua versus Francis Nanu. Nanu is it? Na looks like Na Nanu. Um, and the boxing fight in Saudi Arabia, that's been confirmed. But Parker, Joseph Parker, he stopped all plans for Anthony Joshua's next fight when he beat former WBC heavyweight champion Deontay Wilder in impressive fashion last month. All three boxers competed on the day of reckoning card in Saudi Arabia on Christmas Day Eve, with reports suggesting Joshua and Wilder had already agreed to fight earlier in March this year. They would both win with respective bouts. In the event, Joshua delivered an emphatic knockout win over Otto Wallen. In, uh, but at one point, his immediate future had already been thrown for a spin with Parker put on a boxing clinic to beat Wilder in what well, they call it lopsided decision, a lopsided decision. However, it won't be Parker who will get the chance to take Wilder's place in the ring and avenge his 2018 loss to Joshua next. Repeated combat sport journalist Ariel Halwani, that's Halwani, he reports on Saturday that Joshua will instead fight former UFC champion Francis Na... Looks like Nano. Looks like, yeah, Nano. He's in his next fight. So Joshua's promoters, Matchroom Boxing, have since confirmed the fight. That's Matchroom Boxing. That's the boys there. So there we are. That's um, that nasty fighting where they you know kick and punch each other like girls. It's terrible. I don't, why don't they just box like men? And you know when they're on the ground, don't hit them. But they do. They bash them and they bash them and blood everywhere. And I think it's cage fighting, isn't it? All that sort of nonsense. Is it the one? Maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe it's just um. Oh, it's just straight out boxing. Yeah, and straight up boxing, my, my bad. Okay, so that's Radio New Zealand, and uh, New Zealand top economist has picked three big issues for New Zealand in 2024. This is in business. This story is brought to you by Liam Dan. He's quite a good reporter, old Liam. Ah, oh, but we've got to pay a $1.50. <laughs> they lure you in with a low payment. 
I'm not giving them any money. And there's another one in business. Oh, no, Fran O'Sullivan. Now, I wonder if we let, they'll let us read that one. This is um, Fran O'Sullivan. She's very good. And oh, no, that's another one you've got to pay for. I'll just give you the front of it. I'll give you what I can read before it blurs out, before it sort of peters out. Uh, the most significant international news impact news, impact in New Zealand in 2024 so far was delivered by a tweet at 9.40am on Thursday. Winston Peters tweeted, New Zealand stands with its partners in condemning the Houthi, the Houthis. I call them Houthis because I don't think you pronounce the H. Everyone does, but I don't think you do. That's my opinion. It is 22 minutes to two, and you're with The World at One with Grant Edwards here at the um, at the wireless, and uh, this is brought to you by the Liberty NZ podcast. You can catch us on all the podcasts except iHeart. They don't like me. Okay, um, so, and what else have we got here in news? Uh, no, that's about it for the New Zealand Hill. We'll move across to Stuff Media, and what we know about the fatal birthday party shooting in Lower Hutt. I didn't know there was one, a birthday party, an argument, and gunshots. Um, here's what we know so far about this one. And this is the one in Stokes Valley. So we'll, we'll zoom into that. Um, three weeks from the fatal shooting of a man outside his home in the lower hut suburb of Stokes Valley, details around what exactly happened remain scarce. On December the 6th, 39-year-old Rauriri Zane Huari Rao was shot dead outside his home on George. A lot of shootings. It's all Maoris shooting each other. Drugs, probably, um, on George Street following his 50th birthday party. So he didn't last long, did he? Um, and, yeah, so there's nothing really there. Three weeks on, no arrests have been made. According to Detective Inspector Harley Ryan, emergency services were called around 2 o'clock in the morning and found Haruru uh, surrounded by people trying to resuscitate him. The pair were shot during an altercation which had built out, out from the house where a 50th birthday party was being held, she said. Who's she? Oh, it must be the detective. Oh, it's Haley, is it? Harley. Harley, she says that. And uh, is it Harley? No, it'd be Haley. No, Aaron. Yes, Haley. I beg your pardon. Haley Ryan. Members of the Manga Kahu gang were present, and Farurao was a patched member, but the party was not a gang event. That's what she says. And she says, Ryan, this is her, this is Haley Ryan. She asked those who attended the celebration to get in contact sooner. Oh, Do they read newspapers? Oh, probably not rather than later, and particularly anyone who knew what the argument was about. That's what she says there. You know, we'll leave that there. Marys fighting Marys, and let's just hope they stick to the Marys fighting Marys and leave us alone. Uh, now, what have we got here? We've got a serious crash. Why, why was the road closed for so long after a serious crash? Car crashes on the country state highways are an almost daily occurrence, especially with many of us on the move over the summer break. Do they tell us why? This story's, when did that come out? It came out this morning. Car crashes on the country state highways daily. Getting stuck when a road is closed after a serious crash, or normally they divert you though, don't they? Or having to snake around long detours can be annoying. But why does it take so long? Well, it takes so long because they've got to, the, the police have to do, they, they have to do a thorough investigation of, you know, the serious crash unit. That They have to go in and do a thorough investigation. That's why. So there's no point in slaving over that one. And uh, there we are, and uh, that looks like it's around about it. Oh, we've got a few more little stories here in Auckland, turning years of abuse and jail into redemption. Three generations of the Luafutu uh, Aiga, who's that, uh, are bringing their documentary to New Zealand prisons, and it's having a powerful impact on prisoners. There we are. Second chance at life from friend's selfless donor decision. Two years from the life-saving transplant. The recipient says the only way to thank his mate is to look after the gift that he gave me. Yeah, look after yourself. Stop smoking and drinking, whatever it is you're going, to, you're doing. That's um, you needed a transplant. I wonder what sort of transplant. Be a kidney, I suppose. Let's see. Yes, kidney. Andy Bryant texted a photo of his kidney. Ugh, <laughs> of his kidneys to his mate, uh, Conal Beban, uh, after it was removed. So yes, maybe they didn't look too good got to eat good food if you want to have good organs. So there you are. Eat plenty of good um, meat. Organ meat is good for you. Beef and lamb, venison, bison if you can get it. I don't think you can. Um, down, um, where is it now? Down in Fiordland. I think they've got moose down there, but I think they're hard to come by. Don't know how they got here. Yeah. All right, so that's um, 
that's stuff scraping the bottom of the barrel. Let's go over to the Epoch Times and just see if they've got anything new to add. It's 18 minutes to two, and it'll all be over soon. Don't worry. <laughs> I'll, go back. I'll go back to work. Supreme Court takes up Colorado Trump ballot disqualification case. The RNC urges Supreme Court to settle 14th Amendment ballot challenges. This is all um, news coming off the Epoch Times, and um, they've got the coverage there. Democrats label Trump and his allies as anti-democracy, which is nonsense, absolute nonsense. They go on about democracy. It's always the, the, the communists and the fascists are the ones that talk about democracy, but their idea of democracy isn't what we think. Democracy for them and slavery for us. Uh, what else have we got for stories? Oh, yeah, that lack, uh, this, this Pax Livid, it does not reduce the risk of long COVID. Well, long COVID is vaccine injuries, in my opinion, anyway. That's my opinion. Am I allowed an opinion? Of course. And after shooting Ashley, Ashley Babbitt, Capitol Police Lieutenant, made false radio report. Previously undisclosed radio dispatch obtained exclusively by the Epoch Times reveals Lieutenant Bird's actions after fatally striking. Uh, Ms. Babbitt. So yeah, that's a that's a good publication to look at. TheEpochTimes.com. You can go and read that story. And uh, now they also have some, you normally have some pretty good stories about um, health. So we'll go. They've got a very good health reporter, a young Asian lady. She's very good. Let's see what she's got on offer. See if it's the one. No, someone else. Some Yu Yong Dong. So CDC responds to claims about the new COVID nineteen variant symptoms. And uh, it's um, Eli Lilly launches a digital healthcare platform to help patients with chronic diseases. One in six elite athletes show reduced heart function due to genetics, or I think, I don't know about genetics, due to COVID-19 vaccine. The boys seem to be doing worse with the vaccine than the girls. And the FDA, what's that, the Federal FDA, Federal Drug Administration, investigating reports of alopecia and suicidal uh, ideation is that you, you said dreams of suicide as possible weight loss drew well, oh, that's cut off dot 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 so I have, I'm not sure what they mean by that the FDA is also for, uh, reporting side effects of aspirin well, I don't think that's good for you every time you take an aspirin you bleed a little bit the US Food and Drug Administration is investigating whether three potential health issues on side effects including suicidal ideation I think that's how you pronounce it hair loss and aspiration uh, linked to popular semi uh, semaglutide and terzipatide weight loss drugs like Ozempic and Wegovi oh, and also Mon Monjaro. The investigation was unveiled on Tuesday with the agency's quarterly report which revealed that the FDA is looking into reports of the alleged side effects and if there is a need for a regulatory action. The FDA's Adverse Events Reporting System, that's FAIRS, Fairs public dashboard shows that since 2018, the agency has received 16,854 reports of adverse events from patients taking Ozempic. Of these, 108 were reports of suicide ideation. I hope I've pronounced that right. Nine were suicide attempts and six were completed suicides. 15 reports of suicide ideation were reported by Monjaro users and Wegovi users reported 14. The FDA investigation is investigating 13 glutagon-like peptide 1 receptors. Oh, this is too complicated, isn't it? <laughs> too complicated for simple people like me. And it's probably boring listening to it. Um, let's look at the um, uh, uh, yeah, news from Australia. We'll go to abc.net.au. They're not too sort of um, fake streamish. I'll do a quick refresh there. Uh, and we've got 14 minutes to two, and then we'll have news from... Uh, hopefully we've got the latest news. I'll just do a refresh on Sky News and just make sure we've got the latest bulletin coming up from them. Uh, oh, no, it doesn't look like we have. The last one was hours ago, so you know they haven't done anything there. It's Saturday, I suppose, so they're having a rest. So we're over at... Um, the abc.net.au and the US Supreme Court will hear Trump's appeal of Colorado disqualification. The US Supreme Court agrees to hear Donald Trump's appeal of a ju judicial decision barring the former president from the Colorado Republican primary ballot, taking up a politically explosive case with 
major implications for the 2024 presidential election, and fans, phone charges and air fryer. Electric vehicle helps quick-thinking Queenslanders through extended blackout. Electric vehicle EV owners have used their cars to power homes during Queens. I wouldn't ask for long, though, would it? Queensland's extended electrical blackouts, including a couple who ran many of their household appliances off their EV, uh, even an air fryer to cook a hot dinner. And BBL, that's Bravo Bravo Lima, player hospitalised after a training incident. Melbourne star, wickle, uh, wicketkeeper, is it? Yes, wicketkeeper Sam Harper spends the night in hospital after being struck on the head by a ball during a training session. Israel's defence minister presents day after a day after war plan. That means a day after the war ends. Says that neither Israel nor Hamas will govern govern Gaza. Defence Minister Yov Galant's plan was shared with media but has not been adopted by Israel's war cabinet. Mm. And Nadal, not 100% sure about the Australian Open tilt after injury scare. Having undergone hip surgery last year, Rafael Nadal admits he is a little bit more uh, scared than usual after needing treatment during his shock loss to Australian Jordan Thompson at the Brisbane International. Ecologist and developer become birds of a feather. That's pretty weird, isn't it? Normally the developers don't like the ecologists. Uh, they do that to save the critical uh, cockatoo habitat. It's unlikely friendship between an ecologist and a land- landlord, isn't it? Wanting to subdivide. And uh, so he pr- they prove that the best chance of preserving a population of grossly Oh, sorry, of, of glossy black cockatoos in northern New South Wales. And being unable to speak uh, to speak their parents' native language makes Chloe feel guilty. Why? But there are wider forces at play. Uh, as Chinese dialects around the world are threatened, some Australians are finding... Of course, the English language is threatened. Some Australians are finding a safe haven for language in their new home. Okay, and cocaine castaway haul now 170 kilograms after another 50 kilograms is found on New South Wales beaches. More cocaine was washed up on the beaches between Sydney and Newcastle with a large haul drifting into botany this week, which has taken the total found over the past two weeks to 170 kilograms. KGs, Australia just had its first major cyber attack on a court system. Here's uh, and they that's a big long big long sort of opinion piece there. Here's why it may have been targeted. Well, of course it was. Oh, I'm suspecting Russians. Oh, just rubbish. Starsky and Hutch actor David Soul dies aged 80. The U.S.-born actor and singer David Soul. Well, I've got a song from him. I'll play that a bit later. I'll see if I can dig it out, and um, I might play it. A quick tune before the news at two, and then I'll find that song that he did. It was a good one. I liked it. Uh, in the 1970s, icon for his role as Detective Kenneth Hutch Hutchinson in the classic TV crime series Starsky and Hutch, he has died aged 80. Federal inquiry into the probe claims of um, uh, probe claims of a, a confusopoly <laughs> of soul-crushing insurance nightmares after the 2022 floods. The desperation and despair of flood victims has been laid bare by submissions to a federal inquiry into the insurance industry's response to the 2022 floods, which resulted in claims worth a total of $7.4 billion, that's Australian dollars, being lodged. And Michelle's four-year-old son was killed by a car 10 years ago, and she's been fighting to reduce child road trauma ever since. The number of children pedestrians, child pedestrians died uh, is not... Uh, rather, I'll, I'll read that again. The number of child pedestrian deaths is not decreasing in Australia, according to new research, and advocates are calling for more educational campaigns and vehicle safety measures to uh, um, address the issue. And Katie turned this mouldy and disgusting dump into a dream home and more than doubled its value. Ah, oh, a renovator's dream, which turned the 90-year t- turned the 90s. Uh, during the 90s, rather, I beg your pardon, the, I'm not doing very well this morning. The renovator's dream, which during the 90s was known as a bit of a party house, has helped a young couple get into a Townsville property and into the market, rather. But properties like theirs are becoming harder to find. That's a story you need to go and read for yourself. And the Aussies, they've thrashed, been thrashed by India in the Open T20 International after sweeping the ODI series against India. Australia is brought back down to earth with a nine wicket defeat the home side in the opening T20 I it looks like two T or is it T105 no T205 it's a T20 T20 I and this is a typo in Navi Mumbai 
and how a fisherman's pact 30 years ago to protect the bay is now creating a future for their children. Uh, at the southernmost tip of the mainland, corner inlet fishermen have turned their gentle fishing practices into law to safeguard the bay and the livelihoods of future generations. Fine for cattle deaths makes a mockery of Western Australian animal welfare laws, according to a businessman. Mugarinya Community Association, $50,000 fine for animal welfare breaches does not reflect the community standards and expectations put on the agricultural industry, claims feedlot operator Paul Brown. Blade Runner, Oscar Pistorius... (laughs) Blade Runner, is to be released from prison 11 years where this is old. Okay, so we're getting down to the end of it now. So that is the news that was brought to you by abc.net.au. And um, Associated Press, let's check out their world news. And uh, Guam investigates fatal shooting of Korean visitor and offers a $50,000 reward for information. Authorities in the U.S. territory of Guam are vowing to bring to justice those who fatally shot Korean visitor in a tourist district, and then they've got other stories here. Survivors found in the home smashed by Japan's quake killed that killed 94 people. Dozens are still missing. And they've also, over there at Associated Press, you'll find them at apnews.com. Live updates, the heavy fighting continues as the United Nations official says Gaza has become uninhabitable. You know, it would be. And then they've got a story on Oscar uh, Pistorius, being let out, the uh, family of the the woman that he shot in the toilet, she they are furious that he's out. They say that he's not full, not shouldn't shouldn't be let out. He hasn't sort of sort of mended his ways. I don't know. He says he claimed all along that it was an accident. Thought thought she was an intruder. Uh, and top White House budget official warns of dire situation on Ukraine aid. Thousands of opposition activists languish in prison as Bangladesh gears up for a national election. And Dominican judge orders conditional release of Ray's shortstop Warner Franco. What's a Ray's shortstop Warner Franco? Warner Franco must be the name and Ray's shortstop. Yeah, what's Ray's? Must be the team. Yeah, the shortstop, that's his position. And uh, uh, Wanda, Wanda, I should say. Or, yeah, be Wanda Franco while probe continues. So they're probing him. <laughs> We want to be probed. Uh, the death toll has risen to 89 and the blast that claimed, claimed by Islamic State. I thought they'd finished with them. I thought they'd sorted them all out. As Iranian Iran mourns those killed, Europe's inflation is up after months of decline. Could it, dis, could it d- delay the interest rate cuts? Could do. Pepsi-Cola products are being pulled from some car, it looks like Kera 4 grocery stores in Europe over price hikes. And uh, thousands of opposition activists language. Oh, we got that. And it was in Bangladesh. And trains collide on Indonesia's main island of Java, killing at least four people. Apparent arson on a train in Bangladesh kills four ahead of tense Sunday election. Gosh, they play for keeps over there. Japanese air safety experts scra- uh, search for voice data from the plane debris after runway collision. And uh, we've got experts warn that foreign armed forces headed to Haiti will face major obstacles. U.S. actor Christian Oliver and his two daughters died in a plane crash in the Caribbean last uh, this week, according to police. And Brazil postpones visa requirements for U.S., Canada and Australian citizenship to April. And then Hezbollah leader, we've got that one, haven't we? Hezbollah leader says the group must retaliate for suspected Israeli strike in Beirut. And for many displaced families in Gaza, survival follows a strict routine. Now, those ones there, those last ones that I've just read out, the Hezbollah leader and the um, the Gazans, they, they are videos. So um, I'd be interested to have a look at that, that one there, actually. So what I shall do, I shall just up the, um, the sound on my sound desk and we shall have a listen and listen to that story. Let me see. I'll just see. If I, I'll take it back to the beginning. And we'll have a listen. Mm. Gaza family struggle. Oh, no, no, it's one of those ones where they've got. It's all. There's no. There's no um, voiceover, so we're wasting our time there. Okay, and the Houthis and Hezbollah. A look at the Iranian allied groups rallying to uh, arms around the Middle East. Gosh, it's like reading the Bible, isn't it? The New Testament, Matthew 24. It says there'll be wars and rumours of wars and earthquakes in diverse places. Just reading the front page of the paper, you almost need a Bible in one hand and the newspaper in the other. All right, we're coming up to news.
Um, now, I was going to find that um, David Soul. Is it, was it David Soul that just passed away? The Starsky and Hutch? Hutch. No, not David Soul. It's the other one. He wrote, he did He did a song too. So, oh, no, it is David Soul, isn't it? Yeah. I will, I'm pretty sure I've got him, so I will find him now. I've got a, sure I've got something there on on the, um, on the him. We'll just have a quick look online. David Soul. I'm sure it's David Soul, isn't it? David Soul. Don't give up on us. Yeah, that's nice. I quite like that. He did quite a few songs, actually, David Soul. So um, what shall I do? I'll do. I'll just quickly um, copy that link so I can put it into my program. Won't take too long there. Two minutes to news time. Hopefully it will work. Oh yes, it's, I'm getting a link for it. Anyway, David Soul, don't give up on us. Don't give up on us, baby. Um, yeah, so I'll just bring that into my news, I suppose. Bring that in there. Pop it in there. There we are. Okay, so that's there. And now, now what have I got to do? I've got to go over now to my program and bring the thing in so hopefully that will work it seems to be seems to be working at two minutes to use time at two o'clock so we've brought in all sorts of things here now i wonder if i can find it oh, i'm on history so i'll just go down the bottom see if i can find david soul gosh and the sun's shining there he is over there so let's play this song and that'll bring us right up to the news at um the news at two o'clock <laughs> of David Soul, who passed away overnight, aged 80 years of age. And he's, of course, a wonderful actor, best known for his role in the television series Starsky and Hutch. 
his wife Helen Snell and uh, said that he died on Thursday after a valiant battle for life in the loving company of his family. She, she said that he shared many extraordinary gifts to, in the world as an actor, singer, storyteller, creative artist and a dear friend. His smile, laughter and passion for life will be remembered by the many whose lives he has touched. The US-born actor was best known for his role as Detective Kenneth Hutch Hutchinson in the classic crime-solving series Starsky and Hutch. And he starred opposite um, Paul Michael Glazer in the series, which ran from 1975 to 1979. And he and Glazer reprised their roles in 2004 and the remake of the Starsky and Hutch starring Ben Stiller as Starsky and Owen Wilson as Hutch. And Stiller paid tribute to to Seoul by reporting a clip from the original TV series on X, formerly Twitter, accompanied by the message, Defining 70s Cool, Peace in Rest, X. Kiss, kiss, I suppose, just the one kiss there. Seoul was also known for his role in Here Comes the Brides, Magnum Force and Yellow Rose, and also Salem's Lot as well. Uh, I love that. I love those guys. They were just great. Author Stephen King, who wrote the horror uh, movie Salem's Lot, uh, was based on. That's what he, he wrote the story. He said that he was sorry to hear of Sol's death. Uh, he also appeared in several British television programs, including Holby City, City a uh, Little Britain, and Lewis. I didn't know that. In two thousand and four, he obtained British citizenship. But he turned down the chance and a lucrative paycheck to appear on a reality television show telling the Sunday Times that these days anybody is a celebrity and frankly there's nothing to celebrate. <laughs> oh, good on him. So I like the sound of him. Anyway, so we've got news now right on uh, news coming up in just a moment. With your help, we can continue to fight for freedom, reach new audiences, and bring important information to the public free of charge. This is not possible without your generosity. Join our quest for the truth and our freedom and donate today. Simply go to tntradio.live. 42 people have been arrested in Melbourne as part of an extensive heroin trafficking sting. 25 people were arrested by officers under Operation Halt on December 22, while 12 others were arrested earlier this week. Firearms, phones and quantities of heroin, methamphetamine and cannabis were seized from homes across southeast Melbourne under the sting. Two of those arrested have so far been charged. House price rises are set to ease in 2024 following a national uptick last year. Property experts suggest Australia's medium home price might rise by about 5%, with Perth leading the average with a predicted 8% rise. Adelaide and Brisbane should see growth of around 7 and 6% respectively, while Melbourne and Sydney come in lower at 4 and 5%. Growth has eased due to interest rate pressure, but market averages could reignite depending on the interest rate cuts later this year. A $600 million fighter jet contract is set to secure more than 350 Queensland jobs as Australia looks to boost its Air Force capabilities. Boeing Defence has been awarded a contract to cultivate fleets for the Royal Australian Air Force. 90% of the contract will be spent in Australia, predominantly in southeast Queensland. The fleet boost follows a recent $2 billion upgrade to Australia's Growler fleet. The government has partnered with Qantas and Jetstar to provide cheap flights to Cairns in a bid to attract more tourists to far north Queensland. As the community recovers from the worst flooding on record, Premier Stephen Miles announced $79 flights would be available to the region until March. The move is part of a $5 million flood package to support tourism operators who suffered major economic loss through damages and holiday cancellations. Parts of England are staring down the barrel of a widespread flood emergency following days of relentless rain. Nottinghamshire's county council has declared a major incident as water levels on the River Trent continue to rise. Meanwhile, the UK's Met Office has issued a cold weather alert ahead of fog and frost across much of the country. Many houses and businesses have been inundated with flood water. While in Worcestershire, locals aren't letting the wet weather deter them from enjoying a pint at the pub. The country's Prime Minister 
Minister Rishi Sunak is pleading with residents to heed the warnings. Operations at Tokyo's Haneda Airport is expected to return to normal on Monday. It follows the collision of Japan Airlines manifest and a smaller Coast Guard plane earlier this week. One runway has been closed since the incident as investigators work to clear the wreckage. Nippon Airways and Japan Airlines have cancelled hundreds of flights due to the closed runway, affecting more than 33,000 travellers. You can stay up to date by streaming Sky News on Flash. Visit skynews.com.au forward slash flash. When you can point me to an industry, to a platform that reaches 250 million people a month, virtually nine out of 10 Americans, that's real. That's substantive. That's important. And that reach and that touch point and that daily reinforcement, it's an amazing place to be able to communicate messages. That's massive. To find out more, go to tntradio.live. The latest short forecast for all of New Zealand valid until midnight tonight for Northland, Auckland, Waikato, Coromandel, Bay of Plenty and the Central High Country. Also for Gisborne and Hawke's Bay, scattered showers with thunderstorms and downpours possible this afternoon and evening. Clearing tonight, becoming fine for most of tomorrow, but a few showers for Northland, Auckland and Coromandel Peninsula. For Waitomo to the Kapiti Coast, isolated showers clearing to fine this afternoon or evening. For Wellington and Wairarapa, rain clearing this afternoon and then fine tomorrow. For Nelson, Marlborough and Canterbury, isolated showers clearing to fine in Canterbury this afternoon and elsewhere this evening. Scattered showers inland tomorrow afternoon. For Buller, Westland, Fiordland, Otago and Southland, fine weather apart from a few showers about Buller and the south coast clearing tomorrow. Cloudy periods tomorrow in Dunedin and North Otago. And finally for the Chatham Islands, rain easing to a few showers this evening and then clearing for a time tomorrow. Let's have this wonderful song called Amazed from... I'm baby I'm amazed from Lone Star Every time our eyes meet this feeling inside me 